count. Hey, welcome to another week of the Gen X guys. There's no countdown. We're just going right at it. No, you should have told me a countdown before you started. I was so that's Len and JD here. And uh hope everybody's had a good week. Sure. We're uh, excited for more playoffs, aren't we, Len? Oh yeah, I'm really excited. I I, I think they're pretty good. I think the I think the, the better teams are, are left. You know, it was like somebody's there that doesn't belong there. True. I mean, the Tampa, are... Tampa, I think, is the weakest team of, of the lot. But, but, but man, I, I, you know, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what's a good team and a bad team because I was below 500 for my picks last week. Like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. You went two and I, four in the six games that were gone last week. You went two and four. I went three and three. So I'm clearly much more uh, capable <laughs> of uh, better. picking a winner. <laughs> You're like twenty percent better. Well, I mean, like I mean, honestly, the Browns what, what losing do you think is an upset. I, I, okay, I, obviously, I think the one game that was an upset. I don't think the Browns were an upset. Um, I think I do because well, after I, seeing Houston the week before and how the Browns had played, I didn't expect them to get destroyed. Like to me, that was an upset on the mass scale because they got blown out. Like they didn't even compete. And granted, your boy uh, Flacco, who. Honestly, he was a great pickup. He got you to the playoffs. That's yeah, more than you could have ever expect being he was your fourth starter at that point in the season. Yep. It's like you guys did well. So yeah, maybe the hype going in was a little high because there were the holes were there. But the I was surprised. How surprised the blowout. I guess to your point. I, I was surprised that I, I was surprised at how much our defense gave up. But yeah. honestly, I think um we we lost interior alignment, which allowed which, which I think what like would help Garrett was short up not just putting somebody on the other side of the defensive line with him, but short up the interior so that they couldn't you know always just focus on him. Yeah. You know, like having that middle disruption. It's the same thing like with like we're missing like Greenlaw with the 49ers. It's not having that interior pressure is huge against a quarterback you know, against a, a good quarterback. And I think that and definitely missing Delpit, which is our this our our safety yeah, really killed us obviously yeah. because our fucking secondary couldn't cover crap. I mean, health always plays in the playoffs to your point. Like your team came in completely like 50% of where it should have been. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, it's an impressive run. It's an impressive run, but honestly, I'm not like, of course, during the game, I was pissed off and, and everything, but after the game, you know, when you kind of the emotion of, of seeing the game kind of wears off, I have no complaints as a Browns fan this year. What they went through and going eleven and six, and making the playoffs, I—if you would have told me all the things that happened throughout the year, I would have thought they would have had a losing season, like a traditional Brown season. Let's just put it that way, like three and fourteen. Yeah, if I would have heard that honestly. So, what was the? And I already know the answer to this, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. What was the game? The six games that went on. What was the game that was the least surprising? Like from an upset standpoint, I, I I'll, I'll change I, it. From an upset standpoint, what was the least surprising one? The least surprising, I, I would say the KC Miami game. Hmm. But that that wasn't an upset. KC was favored because they were no, in no, Kansas. I, I think how I think maybe not upset, but I I think how slow and how just not ready for that game Miami looked. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the thing that surprised me. It was Kansas City was. Firmly in control of that game from beginning to end, in my opinion, watching it. You know, like I didn't think that Miami, I didn't think Miami had a chance after like the first quarter. And I didn't expect it. I thought it'd be, a, I thought Kansas City would win. Or no, I thought Miami would win, but I, I didn't think that it was going to be, even though it wasn't a blowout, I don't think it was actually close. Miami looked never to be a threat to Kansas City that whole game. And I think yeah. that was, that was the thing yeah. that I, and you can see the cold weather, weather, and obviously they rely on speed. Um, their whole offensive philosophy is speed, but it just didn't seem like they were anywhere near ready for that game, and like they just didn't—they were outclassed that that game. Yeah, I think for me, so I agree with you. Like I, I picked Miami as well. We were both wrong, clearly. Right. But, and I thought that as long as there was no snow. And it was, you know, the ground yeah. was solid and they weren't playing through weather. I mean, the wind was there and it was cold as crap. It was like minus 29 with wind chill factor. Yep. Miami's not built for that. They're a warm weather team. 
they had a chance to clinch and play at home, but they blew it against the Bills. Yeah. And I really thought Kansas City has been like average. Like they're barely getting by. I think like so. Yeah, I agree. And I thought the, Miami would surprise them. But to your point, like Miami just like the whole second half, it's like they'd almost given up. Like they were doing nothing to really try and press on the KC defense. And so it was just, it was boring to watch at a certain point. It's like, this is boring. Like KC wasn't doing anything spectacular either. Nope. But the Miami was just, you know, struggling. So, but to me, the biggest upset or not the biggest upset, the least surprising upset was literally the Cowboys losing. Like that is not shocking at all. It's disappointing. But I think how badly it was the first three quarters. How, how they got? Oh, I don't even count the fourth. That's garbage time. It that was, was it, garbage time. And I, people I, who sat out there, you know, um, sports announcers who've said, uh, you know, Rex Ryan, idiot. I'm sorry. Yeah. Look, I, had a great game. No, he had a garbage game. He lost the game for the Cowboys, and he got numbers because his, the fucking Packers were playing a zone. You know, they were letting them. Yeah, they were just they playing were, a pretty good defense for like the whole fourth quarter. Well, like. All of those stats, like he doubled his stats with six minutes left in the game. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's I'm sorry, but, but that doesn't count. No, well, it, it does for some who just want to justify why they think this quarterback's good. But let me be clear. So they lose that game. Let's also be clear. He is a Cowboys fan. Yeah. So they lose that game. Okay, not surprising. Right. Disappointing. Not surprising. So then this week, let's just continue on this particular subject yeah. with the Cowboys. Jerry Jones. Decided to keep Mike McCarthy. Now, McCarthy, again, has shown no concept of being able to win a playoff game. Sure, he won one last year. Big deal. And then they they got beat up by the Niners. And the year before that, they got beat by the Niners. And this year, they get beat by the Packers badly. At home, where they were 8-0. And everyone's like, oh, look, this team just can't ever be prepared for the playoffs. Their arrogance is ridiculous. Their ego's a joke. And the worst part is, Mike McCarthy has never been. I mean, here's the part that kills me. Jerry Jones with Jason Garrett kept him for nine seasons, six years too long. And just because he felt he had to be loyal and he had probability. And some people out there this week, I've been listening to different shows and they've talked about how they can understand why Jerry did. He's never really been one to, which is true. He doesn't fire immediately on the spot. He takes a few days, which he always has. And he thinks it through. My problem is, is he has no clue what he's thinking about. McCarthy, I don't care if the players say they like you or not. That's great because they're getting matter. what they want, but that doesn't help you get to a Super Bowl. Like okay. you have to have someone with more energy, more excitement for that team. McCarthy doesn't have either of that. That can drive the team's energy up and then smarter in the playoffs, man. This guy's just making boneheaded mistakes left and right. Okay. And the defense was garbage. And, and that's. And let's look at his history. I'm sorry, but you didn't, you won a Super Bowl. Great. Who did you have as your fucking quarterback when you won that Super Bowl? But he only a went to one. Five, went to a, one only. Only went to one. Right, right. You have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. And you went to one Super Bowl. Not just that you won it, but you only went to one. It's not like he's in the AFC and he had to go through Tom Brady, right. which is was always the thing with, with Peyton, right? You can always say the hard part about Peyton, as great as he was, he had to go through the Patriots. So not just Tom Brady, but against the Belichick defense. Right, most of the time, not all the time. Who Peyton was stopping? became, Peyton became I, one of those, which is like a Dak, but Peyton at least got to Super Bowls. He got to three, right? And, uh, but I don't, I'm, I'm just saying, at least you can say that there's some type of objective reasoning why Peyton's path to the Super Bowl was obstructed. Right? He had to go through Tom Brady. Who did Aaron Rodgers have to go through? Not, not, a, not an all time great. Rodgers is seen as probably in terms of skill set. As one of the as the greatest quarterback ever, right? Like just no. arm talent. No, 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 I'm just saying the physical talents that he has. I don't think anyway, he's physically fine. Anyway, fine. anyway okay. I'm just saying, but you have this Hall of Fame. I'm not. I don't want to like argue the 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 point is is that he has this top five quarterback of all time on a lot of people's list. Maybe not. Yeah, yours, which is a joke because people's memory only goes back twenty years. Well, I know, but I'm just saying though, right? Yeah. And. There's validity to that. Look at all those times that they lost. It wasn't because like of Aaron Rodgers. Like I don't remember a time where Aaron Rodgers threw a game. It was something like what was that one game where you know 
he does like two Hail Marys, gets them to overtime, and they lose because, um, oh, it's against Arizona, right? He somehow wills them into getting it to overtime, and they still give it up with um, that Larry Fitzgerald incredible run. Yeah. Right? But you you see, and then there's the Seattle game where they lost it on the kickoff. And these are all the things that is like, oh, well, you can't blame the head coach. Yes, you can. If the team isn't, isn't prepared for that type of stuff and they're not they're not able to rise up in those games then and win them, great teams find ways to win them in, in during those games. As much as I hate the Steelers and the Ravens, those teams always find a way to win. They never lose those type of games. And yeah. it's uh, the organization that does that. It's not the quarterback always. No, I know. I mean, I'm with you. But, and that's the whole thing about Mike McCarthy. I thought it was a joke when Dallas hired him. Don't get me wrong. I agree. But so that comes back to my point. I don't want to believe the Cowboys part too much because they're already out. And we Why should not? Just, no, 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 no. It's fun. But here's it's the fun. thing. Here's the, the part I always love the most, which, right. I, which is not wrong. Jerry Jones, I don't know, 15 years ago or something like that, made a comment at the time, like, when they asked about hiring coaches, I think it was Bill Parcells before Parcells. I like, look, I'm not going to rehire. I'm not going to hire a coach who previously won a Super Bowl because they don't all, they never show up at the next organization and win a Super Bowl. Like, it just doesn't happen. Right. And he's not wrong. But he hired Parcells, who got us to the playoffs, didn't get very far. Then he goes, Jason Garrett, let's ignore that. Then he hires Mike McCarthy again, previous Super Bowl winner, once. Yep. And great. We know we can get to the playoffs with him. That's fantastic. But then we know if all Dallas fans are honest with themselves, and 90% are not, but if you're honest with yourself, you go in those playoffs knowing full well you're probably going to lose. Because for some reason, that team just comes in, and, and Steve Young earlier this week made a good point. You know, they feel they feel like they're already stars when they get there, and they just have this ego about them. Like it's there. Yeah. But they've earned nothing. And they haven't. They've earned nothing. They never won a playoff game. They won one in the last 10 years. And somehow, like, they're the best team in the world. It's like, no. Just like during the season, people would start to put the Cowboys back up top. Then they'd lose. Then they bring them back down. Then they bring them back up. I'm like, how are how would people not see this? So, anyway. Because, because you know what? Because people will look back and say, well, remember the Cowboys of the 90s had that swagger, right? They had that same attitude. They also but, had a coach. But, no, no, no. I didn't say that. But first of all, they didn't have that until they won a fucking Super Bowl. You know, they, they had confidence, but they didn't really have that real, like, you know, swagger until they, they got there. But yeah. they also had a coach that forced them to refocus. Like, seriously, did you see the, the, the Jimmy Johnson halftime thing? Yeah, during the, the Cowboy game at the halftime. He's fired up, yelling at what they would he would say. And that's, that was what they miss. that's what they Aikman, missed. Did you see Aikman's comment after that? No, well, so Aikman, Aikman did a thing after that where he was just like, "That was that was that was how he was in the locker room. That was real." He goes, "He was like, I felt that." Like yeah. Aikman was like, "That was exactly how he would have acted. Like he would have went in everybody's face and reset them, yeah. put them down." He goes, "He, you know, it, it just was one of those things." But yeah, it was just funny because he did that. But yeah, because they they earned that swagger though. They had that. What you know, it's kind of like the the Lakers. You know, in season turn championship banner don't I mean, even start on that one we're not talking about <laughs> NBA today so, I know but I just wanted to bring that up I just like that it was a nice connection we're talking about the 21 and 22 Lakers right now yeah. so the uh but you're right I mean and the Jimmy Johnson thing was exactly that but that's my point they need a coach who's energized like the coach of the uh Dem Detroit Lions right yeah. super energetic guy who just fired up when he speaks gets the team motivated that's what teams need they don't need, and it's not every coach is going to be that way. Like I'm not expecting them to get in everybody's face, but they have a way of communicating. Yeah, McCarthy just right doesn't, way, he doesn't get them corrected. Yeah. And uh, so he needed to go, but he didn't fire him. No surprise. So once again, next year, Cowboys will probably win 11, 12 games. They'll make the playoffs, get knocked out in the first round. Then they'll fire him then. So why are we what waiting? About, okay. Then the other one is for that one, talking about that. What do you think about the, the DAC contract? Well, they're stuck. It's 50 million. They're not going to do anything right now unless he wants to renegotiate it down, but he's not. Why? No, Stats show that he should keep it. Right. Yeah, he's a regular season quarterback. He's a, he's a regular season MVP. Yeah. If you could bench him for the playoffs and put someone else in, you'd still lose with the Cowboys because they're just stupid with shit. But, um, but anyway, but yeah, so that's the Cowboys. Let's move on. 
You want to go to Dan Campbell? Yeah, let's go to Dan Campbell. So, one game we got right. Here we go. Yeah. Lions against the Rams. Close one late in the game, too. It was a good game. I think overall, I thought the the Rams kind of put it together and came back. Um, they, looked, they were and they were playing good at the end of the season too, so yeah. they were a team on the rise. But Aaron Donald, I just, just want to bring up. I mean, Aaron Donald is. It's, it's kind of sad when you see a game like that because he's not. I don't know why I'm, I'm just bringing him up right now, but I just I was watching that game and because you know of who he was, he wasn't really a factor in the game. I mean, he they is double and triple team him. I mean, you have to stop him, and then you can do anything else. Run away but, from but him. They've always done that, but it just seems like he's easier. He's had more help out of the linebackers to help free that up. Yeah. Then the line has to cut, and it gives him that opening. He doesn't have that this year. He doesn't have that. No. So I think their defense was suspect. Very. Um, and they they need better linebackers. Which yeah, back to the Cowboys real quick. Playing your fucking safeties as linebackers is why we fucking can't stop a goddamn run. But that's why they do it. They do it all year, and it works on 80% of no, the teams. It's garbage. It does not. It, never it works on 80% of the teams. Never worked against any team. Those why do you think they I, That's what I said. Every, no. what, 80% of teams don't really have. No, that's not 80%. Running. 12 and 5. Is that 80%? <laughs> Is it? I'm just saying. I don't disagree with you. I'm agreeing uh, with you. I'm just saying that that's why it works. That's why. Yeah, sorry. I went to that. Go back no, to no, no. Days. But that's the reason why like those like teams that are built like that. You know, they can look great. Yeah. One week against this team, like they destroy a team, and then, you know, all of a sudden they're the number one team in the league again, and then they get knocked back down. Yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors. Yeah. I like so, how you went back to the comments. And I, yeah. and I, I let you because yeah. I want to make fun of Sorry. So, anyway, no, you're not. Lions, Lions won, which was good to see because it's good to see them win the playoff game. And now this week will be interesting. I expect them to win this week, too. At least that would be my pick. That's um, what but, you know, the other game was also the Bills game, which that probably wasn't as surprising either to see Buffalo win that game. Although going into that, that snowstorm was ridiculous. Yeah, Interestingly was enough, the Bills had to play Monday night. Yeah. And their game is tomorrow on Sunday. While the Chiefs played Saturday and they're, they're playing against them this Sunday. So the Chiefs got two more days rest than the Bills yeah. did. Because of the snowstorm. It's not the NFL intentionally moved them or wanted them on Monday. They were supposed to play on Sunday, but they got moved to Monday right. against Pittsburgh. And uh, and I didn't ever think Pittsburgh was going to be a threat. Which, by the way, why does Mike Tomlin keep getting all this love? He's a Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Great he, won. Yeah. he won. And, and I think, I think again, I think it's. I think what's hard with the Tomlin and, a, and maybe not so much McCarthy because of the organizations, but is it the organization that keeps – because I'm sorry, I people always talk about, like, talent. I think over the last 20 years, the Steelers have probably been one of the most talented teams overall in the league. Like, in terms of just constantly having talent. I mean, On the defensive side, I'll agree. Maybe not so much on the offense. Well, no, I guess the offense. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger, like, six years ago, yeah. Yeah, and people will say that, yeah, the last six years, you know, Roethlisberger – you know, wasn't the Roethlisberger of the first 10 years, but okay, fine. And then you didn't win a playoff game that whole time. You had yeah. winning records. Part of it was because you were playing the fucking Browns and the Bengals every year. I yeah. mean, look, yeah, great. The Browns are good this year, and the Bengals have been good for the last four years. Do you remember what the Bengals were like before that? The Bengals? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I but yeah, they, they're, they've always fielded a very talented team, especially on defense. But I mean, think about it. You had Antonio Brown. You had just a plethora of good skill players on the team. They also always had at least a very good to good offensive line. But again, having that quarterback, people being a Browns fan, but and even for the 49ers, until you get that quarterback, I'm sorry, but you know, you're, you're if you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, I mean, you're spoiled. I mean, that is, if you even have a, a true franchise quarterback, even like a deck who we can say what he want about the playoffs, but during the regular season, he's a franchise quarterback. I, I mean, I don't think that's up for debate. Well, I mean, it probably is. Yeah. I personally think MVP awards, because they almost for, always go to the quarterback, and they usually almost always go to the quarterbacks that end up making the playoffs anyway. Yeah. Wait for the playoffs. Yeah. And make the decision after the playoffs, because you're not suddenly going to say, well, I really liked, uh, you know, 
fucking Russell Wilson this year. I thought he was fantastic, even though the team finished like eight and nine. Right. He's not even in consideration. So why not wait for the MVP? Which to me, MVP is still a joke. Like most valuable player means what? Like most because they say of the league. Anyway, I don't want to get into that. But yeah, the yeah, point yeah. is, um, but you're right. It, for there's those phenomenal seasonal stats because a lot of games don't matter. You play shit teams and the matchups just work your way. Versus playoffs where you're actually playing really good teams every week. Right. And now you have to be able to A, make adjustments and you know, be smart about the ball. It's not just game managing. Game managing is called winning. It's not really game managing. It's called yeah. winning the game. That's what it is. And they can't win it. So right. the Bills easily beat Pittsburgh. I don't think Tomlin personally, again, he hasn't won a playoff game since twenty sixteen. Yep. So he pro he's the same as McCarthy. He's a, I feel it's back to your point about organizations. I think Pittsburgh's just happy being just good enough. Which is weird because look how many championships they have. And yeah. that's I, I, I think like and it's also a weird thing with the Cowboys that I heard somebody bring up is that some people think that Jerry Jones is just happy and we're going back to the Cowboys, but I'm just saying this is an example that he's okay with the regular season success because that's what fills the seats. That's what well, gets the brand recognition too, to your right. point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a big driver. It's just money, but <laughs> it is and it isn't because the Cowboys lose, you know, have a strong fan base, but like the Niners over the last few years, fan base is ridiculous now. Like they travel everywhere. Yeah. I mean, they take over literally stadiums now. It happens when you teams. Even the Cowboys game against the Niners in the past, Cowboys would have had more fans, not anymore. Yeah. I always barely have any fans making noise out there versus the Niner fans now. So yeah. they're losing their luster because you don't win a Super Bowl. If all you do is keep disappointing, fans, you know, I mean, just lose interest. And now it's like, ah, who cares? I'm sorry, but Jerry Jones has to love when people throw away their, their merchandise after yeah. the game's over, after the season's over, because they know a month later they're just going to rebuy it again. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, but that's okay. what everybody does. As much as we want to bitch and complain, look, I'm a Browns fan. I, I, I'm, and I still get this stuff. You, dude, you just need an or, ugly orange shirt, and you can see your Browns paraphernalia. That's all you need. Yeah, pretty much. Not There's nothing to it. Orange. There's no logos. There's no <laughs> emblems. It's more of a burnt orange now. So, it's, it's just garbage. It's, it's just brown. It's, it's fucking old. brown. It's anyway, old. so last it's game old. was Eagles Bucks, and not a surprise, Eagles lost. You thought I, differently. I pretty much said the Bucks would win that game, and they did easily. I, 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 I don't know about easily. I think what if you look at the oh, first it was pretty half, easy. No, 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 no. I, I'm saying I think the first half, like the Eagles weren't letting go. I mean, I think that the Bucks didn't pull. I, no, no, I don't think it was the Eagles didn't let go. I think the Bucks didn't really pull away in the first half. The Bucks were playing well the first half. I think that the Eagles after halftime fell apart. Because if you look at the score, they were only down by a touchdown going into the half. Yeah, no, it was like 16 to 9 or something like that. So, yeah. But I just can't believe how, if they don't fire. They're not going to. Why would you? Dude, he's one. Why would you fire Sirianni? He got you to a Super Bowl. He lost all of his coordinators. Clearly, the guys he picked to replace them are not good. So, he needs to change that. All right. They started 10 and 1. Most people, if they're honest with themselves, Eagle fans or not, would have realized it was a it team built on just pure luck and the grace of God that the ball fell a certain way because they were not that good. They just had lucky bounces here and there, some interesting calls, and they kept them And then when they got destroyed by the Niners at home and the Cowboys yeah, come yeah. back next week and beat the crap out of them too, that ended it. They were done. I, I But see, but going back to the, the coach thing, it's not that they. But he got into the Super Bowl before. That's why I'm giving him more of a I know. one year. That's change. fine. But I know. I'm not disagreeing, but it's actually I am disagreeing that maybe not fire him, but that's an indictment of a head coach because it it's one thing to you know two weeks in a row to get destroyed by two very good teams, right? Um. Well, in Dallas is understandable, but then, but then not to recover one more game after that. Well, they did. They got one more win. They got one more win. One more win. But I'm just saying, when I mean recover, I mean, in that Tampa Bay game, it just, they were lackluster. Yeah. It was, it was pathetic. I mean, it was, I mean, they couldn't even do the tush push. Right? They got stopped at the goal line, on one yard line. 
And that's yeah. usually, and, and it's just hard to think about the, the fact of the drop-off that they had. I don't think Tampa Bay is a, a good or bad team. I think they're one of those teams that, you know, is there are the teams that can beat the lower half of the league, but they're going to lose against the upper half. That's why, you know, obviously being a 500 team, that kind of makes sense. But look at look at what Tampa Bay did the week before. They barely beat Carolina. Like, was it, nine to nothing? Yeah. They barely no, they, they limped into the playoffs. And that was a must-win game. It's not like they didn't need to win the game. That was a game that they had to win because they still could have been out of the playoffs. They had to win that game. It was just that the other teams lost as well. Yeah. So they had to New win team looked good coming in. But Tampa definitely wasn't on the downward spiral no. that the Eagles were. And I agree with you. But when we talked about this last week, like to the, the point, the 9-0 win, it's like, okay, they, it was against Carolina, the worst team in football. And they barely pulled it out to win the division that they needed to win. But they won. They found a way to they, win. Yeah, they did. And uh, and that's why I believed Philly was more foregone than Tampa. And I went with Tampa. Um, but like this week, I expect Tampa – will lose to Detroit. Yeah. And Niners should beat Green Bay. I do get always concerned anytime you face any team that's just throwing it up there. But I, I don't clearly the Cowboy defense is not as good as the Niners defense has not been f- for a while yeah. now. So misleading in the regular season. And then uh, offensively the Niners are better offense than the Cowboys offense is. So and Shanahan knows LaFleur because that was his assistant. And there's always that thing to be said about the, you know, the, uh, the teacher and the student type scenario, and he just understands them. So we'll see. But, um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I think Philly with Sirianni should definitely give him one more year because he got you to a Super Bowl. They probably should have won that. They barely didn't get it. They probably could have won that one. And then, uh, you're right with the tush push. Jason Kelsey's probably just done, dude. Like that's a lot of pain on him. He has to be the main person to go through yeah. and shove in there and get low. And usually they that that they climb on line gets yeah. gets a two to three yard push, and that's you're not supposed to do that in the NFL every fucking time. That no man, I don't care if you were the Cowboys lining back. You well, maybe not. Don't care. I think you'd have to look at the you know the late '90s, 2000 Cowboys offensive line and go that offensive line could do that consistently because they're oh, all yeah. the offensive line. And it's not to take anything away from the Philly line, but I'm like, J.C. Kelsey, you know, he is probably going to be a Hall of Fame center, but it's still looking at that line going like, you really shouldn't be able to do that in, in the NFL. That's Well, yeah, but they got lower, which I always found interesting because that was the whole point. It's a rugby move, right? Yeah. You get down, you bottle up and push. How did coaches not learn? I don't know, but I mean, and the funny thing is you can't just, as a defensive lineman, then just shove their head straight down into the ground. Like a, right. a lot of times they'll call that, which is interesting. But but anyway, it doesn't matter. Twitch push is going to be banned after the season. That was already talked about during the season. So I'm sure the NFL will make a change. Doesn't seem like it mattered because Philly couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. So, well, um, I think, yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see like with, with Philadelphia because everybody's saying like, you know, like the whole Bosa statement um, of they found the blueprint against their offense. You know, and everybody kind of laughed it off of Bosa just being Bosa or, you know, whatever they wanted to say about him. But obviously, if you look at Hurts in the whole offense, um, and I think, I mean, I think also not having A.J. Brown really hurt them. You know, well, I, don't, I don't think it would have made a difference. Yeah. To be yeah. honest, I don't, I don't know if it would have made a difference. And again, because I think just the team broke down. Yeah. Not just the offense, but everything, the team just totally broke down. Yeah. So, I mean, those were the matchups. Before we jump into our picks for this week's selection, let me go to the coaches. We were talking about Sirianni. And so this week, no real coach movement for head coaches. Lots of interviews going on. They were saying the reports that he's going to be hired. I mean, that's yeah, that's, that's pretty much a done deal. The yeah. uh, Raiders are going to move their I know, coach. I, they, they, they had to. The fan base and the players – didn't give him Why? Money. Why do they have to when there's better coaches out there that could potentially come in and make them better? I hate to say it, but it was partially because, you know, there's the race thing where if they don't give him a job and he's – look, when Dan well, – Two years ago I, they did it when they had a guy who literally took over for Gruden 
got that team that was in complete turmoil into the playoffs and they didn't keep him. And instead they brought in Josh McDaniels, who was a horrible hire. Right. And but I, think, I think that's part of the, the issue is that there was rumblings back then and look at like what happened when Dan Campbell was hired. You know, there, there was like that whole idea, like, you know, he was passed over, black coaches were passed over for him. And, and I'm, I don't think I, I'm not trying to say that anything about the race card or anything, but there is always going to be that thing when everybody's clamoring for him and that the Raiders look better. If unless there was like a major reason why not, there would have been backlash about that. I think coming into if they didn't hire him, depending upon who he hired. Yeah, I I think the decision was purely based on they fucked up two years ago. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he's white, black, Asian, Latino. You know, it doesn't matter. They knew they fucked up before, and he went five and four, barely five over five hundred. They beat no winning teams except one Kansas City when Kansas City was playing like complete shit. Yeah. And yeah, they had the 60 point output, but it was against a complete crap team. The Chargers, right? I think it was the Chargers they destroyed, who are garbage. Most overrated team every year. Fire their and, coach. Yeah. Obviously, and, yeah, there was a problem. Yeah. So, you know, wish him well. Good luck. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't do enough in my eyes. But my biggest concern with these type of hires. Is intern coaches it, never work out? Ninety percent never work out. They tend to fail. Um, yeah. They fail usually within the first years. There's only two who have done well: Jason mm-hmm. Garrett and then Jeff Fisher, who got Tennessee to the Super Bowl and lost. And lost. And then he was about 500 the rest of his career, and he got fired. He went to the Rams. He might be the fired. most overrated coach of all time yeah. in terms of the longevity that he had, but the mediocrity that his teams did i mean yeah he went to a super bowl but that's what i mean he's he's looked upon as this great coach but was he really a great coach i'm not saying he wasn't a good coach i I think he was just a good coach but he was a good coach for how long yeah but for me pierce my thing is he did enough to where he probably earned a right i feel like they didn't do enough due diligence there's raiders and ownership he didn't have a choice because Mark Davis is garbage anyway. He has no clue how to run an organization. Um, let's not even get to Amy Trask this week with her stupid comments. Um, former Raiders executive. Oh, yeah. But, um, so I, I wish the best for him, but they still have a problem. Their defense is okay. Their offense has no quarterback. I mean, they gave up on Jimmy by week five. Mm-hmm. And they went with this kid who didn't really do much for him. Most games, it was just, you know whatever and they have Crosby that's about it and they have um Devontae Adams who could very well get traded to the Jets during the offseason mm-hmm. so it's easy when you're motivated as players because you're hearing a different voice and you get energized yeah, then you win that is. one game suddenly you think you're great and then you somehow win another one now this is this is the best possibility yeah, but if you take a step back you realize you finished the five and four yeah like you still weren't like like if they'd gone you're seven average. and two then totally different story. Then it's like, dude, this makes this is a no-brainer. He's yeah, got but, this but team. what people bring up is, oh, he's motivating. The players love him. There's all these things. It's like, I'm sorry, but if you look at a Dan Campbell, right? Because I think that there's comparisons with Dan Campbell. Obviously, you know, because he's I'm not like, sure why Dan Campbell's comparison considering he got Detroit Lions to the playoffs. No, 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 no. I'm just saying because uh, right, because all people are focusing on is uh the players love him. They'll go through a wall for him. The players this, the players this. He's aggressive. He gives energy. That's all they're comparing. But I'm like, how many coaches have you seen over the year? There's been a million head coaches that have that type of personality and failed miserably. Yeah. I mean, as 49 fan, Singletary, prime example. Yeah. I mean, and he energized the 49ers when, you know, when he kind of took over and it, it showed that spark. But how did he fear when? He, it was a whole off season and he had to, had to make hard decisions or he had to do things that are betterment for the team, you know, and all that. And, and then how's his game management going to be? There's right. how many factors are going to be in a head coach that is he going to hire the right staff? Right. You know, is he going to bring the right offensive coordinator or is he going to have a bias because he's, you know, this guy who everybody loves, is he yeah. going to like hire, you know, Oh, I can get along with this person. Doesn't mean they're a good offensive coordinator. It's no different than, you know, like Matt Patricia trying to replicate Bill Belichick, right? You know, like, right. oh, I'm and, that's why he failed. and he failed. He failed. He's not yeah. his own coach. 
Yeah. And I don't know if that's going to happen with it. With, with you, no one from the Belichick coaching tree is any good. Nobody. Not a single one. Frabel had a year or two, and that was it. Frabel was probably the best, but. Not a Super yeah, Bowl well, coach. Barely absolutely. a playoff winning coach. Yeah. Look at the, uh, I always love this. Look at the Bill Walsh tree. Who are most oh, of the coaches in the NFL that are winning right now? Off exactly. that tree. It, it's. I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a better tree than off of Bill Walsh. I actually, I agree. I've got the Paul Brown tree. Yeah, Bill Walsh yeah. won. And Paul Brown turned him down as the offense coordinator. I know. And didn't want him as head coach. So Paul Brown didn't know shit. Okay, so it was all Bill Walsh. Don't try and bring your Browns into this. They <laughs> tossed him aside, didn't think he knew shit, and then he ended up going somewhere else. And that's where the tree starts from. I know. No, no, it still starts with because he he still says that he. Paul Brown is the one who taught him everything. Of course, Bill Walsh is going to say that because he was. No, a good and then guy. that's where the tree started, jackass. It no, doesn't matter if you like. Start with Paul Brown. No one ever thinks of Paul Brown when they talk about Bill Walsh, except Brown fans. Brown fans. Yeah. So no one. And anybody with with him because they don't real no. most people don't realize that he coached for him. Yeah, I coached understand. Him. Nobody and cares. You know it, but you decide to ignore it. So just nobody cares. He started okay. the Bengals. He started anyway. the Bungles. Bad decision making. Anyway. Hey, they got to the Super Bowl twice. Or three times. Yeah, they've been three times now. Yeah. yeah. I lost, lost all three. Yep. Yeah. Almost had a chance to face the Niners again. Had our uh, secondary caught the interception that Matthew Stafford threw directly into his chest. Directly. And bounced off of his chest. Yeah. Like I said, I... I would end the game. Niners would have faced Cincinnati for a third time. Yeah. And lost. No. No, they would have beat Cincinnati. Yeah. I thought I meant I, I lost again. Yeah, right. Maybe not. I don't know. It's hard to say. That one would have been hard. That would have been a toss-up for me. Yeah, yeah, sure. But, anyway. So, other coaches. So I, I, I wish him well. I hope he do well. I think they were lazy about their GM. They just took their interim GM and hired him. Like it's like they didn't put any effort in. They just said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just take you both. Because there was that whole thing of like this field at that time. Yeah. But to your For point, sure. he needs to surround himself with Pierce needs to surround himself with good coaches. He needs to figure tell GMs like this is what I need to make this team better. And that's where we'll start to determine if he's going to be a good long term coach. If he can do, you know, sort of Jason Garrett level. Or hell, God forbid, you know, um, Jeff Fisher. And yeah, it's a good hire. But like I said, my biggest concern is less about him and more about interim coaches. They're always tougher to gauge because they take over a certain point and it's purely emotion driven for that season. Yeah. But when that emotions now calm down and they come back the next year and things don't start off quite right, that's when you see if they're capable or not. And personally, I, I know people if they were listening they would disagree and be like oh no players love him go through the wall you gotta love his energy i've seen enough of that of of having 80 different head coaches in 20 years for the browns that i have no faith in those coaches i i i again i would i wish him well on a personal level fuck the raiders i don't like them and especially their fans since we live in the bay area and we see how obnoxious their fans can be you know it's also easy side note but it's easy being a browns fan because I don't have to actually deal with Browns fans. You know, True. when you actually see the fan base, it, it kind of irritates you sometimes. Like, you know, even with being a 49er fan, like the gang, gang, Niner, bang, bang, Niner gang thing. Yeah, it's stupid. It's just I, dumb shit. That, I, but yeah, but anyway, sorry. But I a whole show on this blind loyalty people have. It's just how oh, yeah. towards things. But but it's easier when you're disconnected. Like, being yeah. a Cowboys fan, you might not be a Cowboys fan if you lived in Dallas. And you had to deal with actual all those Cowboys fans on a regular basis. Um, anyway, yeah. So no, no, no. For Antonio Pierce as a person, I wish him the best luck. You know, but I have no faith in, in coaches like him. Dan yeah. Campbell, I think, is an exception. I, yeah. But but even then, I look at coaches like Shanahan. I think I think Dan Campbell is more like a Shanahan than he is like an Antonio Pierce. Who you know, because all the players love Shanahan on, on the 49ers. Because he has an intensity, but it's a quiet, and they know that like he empowers them. You know, he puts them in situations to win. It's more because of what he does for them on the field rather than hyping them up on the sideline. You don't need yeah. a coach hyping you up like that. Yeah. You have players. Players should do that their own. You're you've been playing football for how many years? You should be able to do that on your own. And so you're a grown yeah. man. You're getting paid. Figure it out. Exactly, and I think if. What Antonio Pierce brings is energy and all that. That's that's great. That's I don't think that's a negative. But if that's what your only focus on is and the only thing that you can say that you think he's going to bring, I, I that I don't know about. I mean that, and that's all I've seen with him so far. 
is he brings that energy and and all that and and you know he hypes everybody up but it's like okay I, not to belittle him but that's what you have cheerleaders for well and it doesn't always matter like the other deciding factor and again the only reason we're talking about pierce is because no other coaches changes happened this week but yeah true. um otherwise we'd be done with this the Wait. laughable one i thought was people saying belichick going to the cowboys that was oh, I thought never going to happen for a couple that reasons. One, worse than Parcel yeah. and and Jones. People just clearly don't understand history or the personalities. Then, if they're making those type of comments, because they clearly don't get it, it it's not about oh, I can put it as no, no. Eagles like that can't be put aside at their age. No, in their seventies and eighties, they're not putting shit aside. This is who they are. I mean, Parcel no. comes off as this way, but Belichick, I, I yeah. And also, you know, Jerry Jones has have been the unquestioned, you know, runner of that team ever since then. Like yeah. he hasn't had a quarterback that can, or quarterback, I mean, a head coach that can challenge him. And who who has been their GM since then? Well, he's been the GM since day one, theoretically. Yeah, we all know Jimmy Johnson was the GM with him initially. Yeah, originally, to put this all together, and that's why they won. He's never gonna. He's never gonna relate to it. Like you said, no. he's too old. And and Belichick. If he's going to come into that, he's not going to be like. Okay. That's why Atlanta makes sense for him, but, yeah. um, but real quick to your point about the energy, like that's helpful and the team loving right. you is great. But Vrabel had Tennessee loving him, and they still fired him. Mm-hmm. And you know why? Because he still couldn't produce. You can have players love you all you want, but if you still can't do make the right calls or get the yeah. talent to play correctly, doesn't matter. I mean, Derrick Henry was shocked that they let him go, and Derrick Henry. Is was their best running back for again eight nine years was the cog for that whole team, yeah. so that's why I say like for Pierce to be successful, hopefully the yeah, GM is good. That. Hopefully GM's good can get him the players he needs because if they don't give him that, he, that's why I say yeah. him coaches fail because they don't know how to, they're not going to get the sort of respect that they should right from a lot of these organizations or the control and input. So as long as they give them more input, um. And they, they got to find a quarterback because they're going to let Jimmy go. So they're going to have to find a quarterback. They have to shore up their offensive line. They're going to have to improve their defense. This is not a team that's ready for the playoffs by any means. They just had a, a decent run, but they still only played 500 ball with them. So it's not like they were much better. Yep, yep. Um, so real quick, like you mentioned, Belichick. Obviously, that's there. Harbaugh, only thing I've heard about Harbaugh so far this week is he's talked to the Chargers. And... I think the Chargers are a good fit for him. I mean, it, it, yeah. I, I think, I think if Harbaugh was going to leave Michigan, it would only be for like San Diego because I don't. I you mean, LA, LA. Uh, I said San Diego. Yeah, it's just an yeah. old habit. Um, and I'm kind of surprised that with the whole Atlanta thing, I don't think that Atlanta's really built to win now either. So it would be kind of weird to see Belichick go to Atlanta because well, they have no quarterback. They're not rebuilding. Yeah, they're not rebuilding, but you know, they're they're not. They're not a good football team, so it'd be kind of weird to see them there. San Diego is the only team because, again, having the quarterback and you have some pieces on offense, you just need to shore up the defense and 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 I think that they'd be because there's that team that is playing above 500 football. You know, they're but they just they're missing a few things here and there. Yeah. And also, I think Herbert has regressed. He's kind of like mirroring kind of what Josh Allen has done. Like he went up and then he kind of leveled off, and you know. And I think Josh Allen is starting to steady himself, but you're seeing that with Herbert, where it's like everybody put him as a top five quarterback in the league, you know, after his first year. Which I always love that. It's and it makes me laugh because we've been around long enough, and I'm surprised a lot of these, you know, analysts and all these analysts and whatnot. And I get it; their job is to drive viewership. But if they're honest with themselves, they know all the shit they're talking about is just full of shit. Like they don't believe it. And if they do, then they're clearly not good because then they don't really understand what's going on. It's it's just like CJ Stroud. He's having a great year, a phenomenal year, really, for a rookie. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Uh, Without question. Yeah. And he kind of reminds me of Robert Griffith III with his first year kind of coming in. Um, gets the team to the playoffs. He got a win. Griffith didn't because he got hurt. Um, but CJ Stroud's great. And I love the coach. Loved him for the Niners defense coordinator. So I think that was a great hire for them. And I think that's a good mix right there. But, you know, they're already talking about, oh, he's probably one of the best players in the game. It's like, calm down. He's had one year to surprise NFL defenses. 
Let's see how he does next year. He does throw it up a lot. It, it reminds me chuck of it. Herbert. He'll yeah. chuck it. He reminds me of a Herbert. Like when, because remember, Herbert had you know, broke the rookie record for touchdowns in a, in, yeah. a, in the rookie season, and I kind of see that with Schraub, That There are a lot of times where he's doing those jump balls, which is understandable. It's his first year. He's a rookie, and and they're working. And, yeah. yeah, but bring it down a notch for him. More for the player than for anything else. because Definitely for the player. Because the expectation yeah. should be like, that's not a good call. Like you've seen Shanahan with Brock Purdy in certain games where he makes this incredible play back across his left or, you know, from to his right to another spot in the right. end zone and gets caught for a touchdown. And everybody celebrates and after the game, Shanahan's like, that was a horrible play. Right. Like he got lucky. And that's a horrible play because he's not wrong. And people do the, it doesn't matter what the, you know, the end result. And I'm like, Dude, that's a coach. It's about building that. fundamentals. And if you can't see that, then that's why you make mistakes. To me, that's like the idea, like, you know, everybody like with Brett Favre, right? They focus on. Oh, my God. And I'm sorry. I He was fun to watch. And, you know, the Madden hype. I'm sorry. Madden was his biggest cheerleader. <laughs> well, but yeah. I, I, but and you could say all these things, but it's like, yeah. And how many interceptions did he throw in the red zone, you know, at the worst time? It's like. He lost them a lot of games because of that, but they they hide that because he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, you got the two back to back. Yeah, the numbers and it looked really good, but you know, he also had Sharp as a receiver, you know, yeah. which doesn't hurt. But still, it's like I, I'm sorry, but I, I agree with Shanahan. It's like I don't care if the, if if the end result was a touchdown, if if that's a 50-50 ball or a play that can be just as easily intercepted as it was a touchdown in the red zone. It's a stupid play. You don't, th- those are horrible odds. Right. But it's easy to say that it was the right thing when, because they got the touchdown. It's like the oh, whole, yeah. it, it, you know, coaches are geniuses when it works. Like, like with Dan Campbell, like with, with some of those things. If he goes for it and it works, he's a genius. If it fails and they lose, he's an idiot. Yeah. Basically. Is, oh, which is a too simplistic of a way to look at it. You can't, agree. Like, I, there's no analyst on that. You're 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 simplistic and something like that. Yep. You know? But you're right. And I always laugh when people talk about Brett Favre's great player. I'm like, yeah, he threw a lot of touchdowns. You know, he also leads the league in interceptions too. So he's literally the epitome of a gunslinger. Where, oh, he's, not, yeah. not that I want to get into it too much because we should get to our selections. But yeah, he, uh, I still remember one game, and it just always it sticks in my mind. He lost. They lost to Minnesota. And he's literally just falling back and just chucking it in there. Like, doesn't even care. Chucks it in the air. It's like interceptions falling out of the sky to the corners every time. Yeah. And he just didn't learn from that. He just kept chucking it up. He didn't care. And they clearly lost that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's his mentality. So when they get gunslingers in, it's like you're taking a chance. Like, they'll do some good things because they're just taking – they love taking chances, which is what Allen is. He's a gunslinger. He will chuck it up and just hope for the best, and that's why he gets picked a lot. But he also can make plays. Almost so much. He probably has such a big guy. I agree. Yeah. Such a big guy. But again, I think it's because he, he does something like that. the ball out to his side, and I'll, and no matter how big your hands are, they, it's not like linebackers or even cornerbacks can't knock it out of your hand. Yeah. But if if it's in here, then that's one thing. But he, I mean, he does this right. And then you hear the and again, we had to get to our picks, but. Did you hear the the controversy that these people are saying that he fake slides? Because, oh, Allen does. Yeah, no, they they showed this compilation of him. No, he just doesn't know how to juke. It's no, it, yeah. not at any time did any of those look like a slide. It's, right, he juked slowly, but at no point was his foot going in front of him and him leaning back, and then he pops up. He's right, just right. like a stutter step that's really soft. But again, he's the size of a linebacker. You know, he's right. six six. You know, 260, 270. He's not small, and so he's he's not going to be able to juke like that. But right. not any time did I ever think that he he fakes a slide. I think he looks like he's again trying to slow down, change direction, and run past somebody. Yeah, doesn't look good. But no point does it look like a slide. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Good. I agree. Yeah. All right, so let's get to our picks. Yeah. Let's finish this up speaking, here. Speaking of Buffalo. Yeah. So let's start with actually. Let's start with the first game today. Since we're doing this on Saturday, so the first game today at one thirty is, of course, the two number one seeds play today. So you yeah. got the Ravens against the Texans. I think Ravens. Who's your pick. Ravens. Ravens. I, I do have Ravens. I don't think they're. I, I don't think they're going to roll. 
I think I think they're going to win it handily, but I don't think it's going to be some blowout or anything because that's not how the Ravens are built. They're they're built as a team that's just going to grind you to death. Seeing how they've been passing more though, they have been passing more. Yeah, not that not that the numbers are really good when he has to be when Jackson's a passer. The the difference I think the difference is is that they have somebody who can really run after the catch in Flowers. Right. Now, if they take flowers away and you just leave open, like, fucking, what's his name, Uh, Beckham, then uh, I would be fine with that. He's not going to kill you. Beckham is a good number two receiver for them. Yeah. Because he still runs good routes. He can still catch. But, you know, he's a good number two receiver right now for them. But I think flowers is really – he's one who could be scary. You know, he could be like a a chase or whatever where – because when he gets the ball in his hands, he's – and I think that's what they do. I think now it's just a matter of can they get him on a good pass that he can break for a long touchdown. Yeah, I think that's one thing that they. I think what hurts him is not having a Mark Andrews. You know, they don't have that tight end. They, he doesn't have that. I'm going to throw in them. I think that's kind of what Beckham has become for them is kind of replacing him, somebody that, that can get open in the middle of the field, that will be that good outlet for for Jackson if he has to move around in the pocket. Yeah, um, but not have. But I, I still see them winning. Like thirty-one seventeen or something like that, you know, something pretty solid, like you know, a four touchdown, one field goal type game, and their defense is still very good uh, and excellent. You know, I, I don't, I just don't see Houston getting above twenty against that defense. You, you know? wouldn't think so, but it does come down to like, oh, yeah. to be honest with you, you're not wrong because Houston. I'm probably going to be wrong, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Baltimore at least. Had to be better prepared than they probably would have been had it been a close game between the Browns and yeah. Texans versus Texans destroying the Browns. Now, granted, start the third quarter, Flacco gives up two pick sixes. So you turn around and give up 14 points in one quarter, yeah. then the game's over. I mean, they're already down by 10 heading into that, I think it was. But that did not help. We that weren't out of the game. I didn't think we were going to come back because I, I thought that it was Houston was still handling us, but. We, I mean, yeah. theoretically, we're still in the game, but yeah, we, we were, point. but you weren't looking good. I agree. Oh, yeah. The Flacco pretty much put the nail on the coffin really early, so that you guys but, knew. But, you know what? To back up all those times that he pulled out those wins, people forget that he threw interceptions. Like, yeah, there are a few games where he threw like two interceptions in the beginning of the game to put us in that situation. Yeah. So Agreed. you know, but again, that goes like constantly thing. They get all the glory when they win, but sorry, oh, right. yeah. So your pick yeah. for for that game. Yeah, funny thing is, Texans had lost to the Browns earlier in the season too, but like they, maybe they, three weeks before. Right? But dude, the big difference was they didn't have Shroud. They also didn't have, and I'm forgetting his name, but their best. Well, I agree. Yeah, I and we so. also we also had more injuries after that. Yeah, we did. We, you know, we we were missing a bunch of people even after that. So agree. I, I don't. I don't think you can compare. Honestly, I'm just saying, I don't think there's any comparison to that game and the playoff game. No, I, I agree. Yeah. So. I would anyway. say so to your point, like my pick is Baltimore as well. I think for Baltimore, it will be close and it's gonna come down to if it comes tight and you require Lamar Jackson to win it for you in the playoffs, historically he hasn't been able to. Historically, yeah. So we'll see. There there's just some players who just can't do it. Like yeah. it is a fact. So we'll see if he can pull it off. But okay. I'm with you. I would think the Ravens should win this one too. And I think they'll be better prepared, especially their defense. Yeah. Because they know this team is coming in hot and doesn't care. And that goes to the next game, the Niners. Like, I feel, for me, the Niners will win this one as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm expecting the Niners have taken notice because of the Green Bay dominance against the Cowboys, even though they still gave up over 30 points on offense. Or, you know, defense side, they gave up over 30. Um, but again... You got to realize these things. You got to see, this team's coming in. They're prepared. So we got to take this shit seriously. We can't assume it's a walkthrough. Which they would have for others, but now they're like, okay, this isn't a walkthrough. We have to literally focus all our efforts. So it, it's kind of helpful the week before. But I think the Niners could start off a little slow tonight because they sat pretty much everybody for two weeks. And uh, they're gonna be healthy. They'll be healthy, but they're also gonna be a little rusty early on. So, but the Niners would come back from being down this season to start the first quarter. I mean, look at Philly game. They did literally minus like had a total of two yards or. Yeah. In the first quarter, and then destroyed that team. So it may take them a little while to get running, but I expect they'll win. They'll probably win by about seven. 
I don't think they're going to get like the 10 that the bookies are giving them. It'll be a little bit closer just because these games between the two historically have been good, although more recently, not so much for Packers. I don't know. I, I, the one thing that I'd be concerned about as a Green Bay fan is that whole thing of they, they've been hot. They destroyed Dallas and Dallas. Are they? Is, there, is this going to be a letdown for them? Was that their load in the playoffs? And, you know, you see that, especially with a young team. You know, with I think they're – aren't they the youngest team in the league? Yeah, they are. are. One of the youngest teams. So my concern with them is it could either be, like you said, and I, I think more likely than not, because LaFleur has been there for a while now, but I don't know. It's just, are they going to have a letdown game? And so I could see the Four ers winning by 17 easily. Okay. I could, you know, but I think it's to the point is, are they going to come in slow? I think if the 49ers come in slow, to your point, um, I just have a little bit of faith in Shanahan of not allowing that to happen. Like yeah. kind of looking back at the Philly game, I think the 49ers had some of those games, those letdown games throughout the year where they've learned from it. So hopefully they kind of do the same thing yep. in the playoffs. Smarter. Um, and Shanahan has a lot of experience. There's a lot of experience on that team. You know, Purdy is, you know, he is who he is. But I think that there's still a lot of veterans on that team, you know, who've been there and, and are ready for it. So yeah, I can very easily see it being a, a game where like the 49ers score I, I do think that they're going to score a lot more against that defense than that they're going to go off on the defense. Um, yeah. And I, I think it can be easily like a 38 to 24 type game. You know, 38, 24, 38, 20. Yeah. Where it's just, I think that the offense is just going to overwhelm the defense. Yeah. So let's That's move on to the next game here. We got Detroit and we got the Bucks. I'm going to pick Detroit in this one. I don't right. think, I think it'll be close ish, like within 10. I think Detroit should win this one. Yeah, I think it's going to be like one of those 24, 14, 27, 17 type games where like they kind of match each other, but like one or two touch, one touchdown on a field goal or something like that. Yeah. I think it's just going to be like a series or two that where Detroit is, scores and they, and Tampa Bay is not able to answer. Yep. And then the final game is one that has, they face each other or not in these last three years. Bills, KC. Who's your pick? I don't know. Ty. Okay. I, I, honestly, There's no ties in the playoffs, but that's nice. I know, I know. I honestly don't. I, I don't have a, an pick idea. One, God damn it. Just pick one. I'll say the Bills. All right. I, I don't, but I have, like, if it is, it's going to be, like, 24-21. Either True. way. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I don't think it's going to be low-scoring. I think it's going to be – I just don't – it just seems like there are two – teams that are just not in the playoffs right now. Like they just, I, I just don't get a lot of that energy from either one of those teams. Yeah. It's, it's just weird, but I, it feels like no matter who wins, it's, they're not going to make it past the next thing. I think, yeah. I think, you know, when you look at AFC that depending upon who wins, I, I think that the Texans are a better team than either one of those two. And if so, whoever wins that one in the AFC, I would put them above either one of those two teams. I think NFC is a little bit different, but I think, you know, that matchup is the matchup today with Texans and, and Ravens is who's going to the Super Bowl right at this yeah. point. Unless you see something different, like unless the, the Chiefs or the, the Bills really come out and show something different in that game. So my pick is actually Casey. And I think sure. one, because McDermott's going to blow it again. Another coach who probably That's can't get there. Here. Okay. You know, I'm changing my, my pick. Wait. Okay. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That's a, good, think, that's a good point. I, I also I, think I Allen will fall apart again. He'll make boneheaded mistakes if they, it's close because he'll start forcing it. No, I'm changing it. I'm going to, I'm going to the Chiefs. Okay. So I my pick the Chiefs. Yeah. But I, think it'll be I think it'll be still 24-21 type thing, but with the, the Bills just choking it away. Yeah. I mean, the Bills have no advantage. The Chiefs play in cold weather too, so it's not like it matters. Right. Both play in horror, you know, bad weather conditions. Hell, the Chiefs actually played in worse weather conditions this last game than the Bills right. did. Um, so I don't think that matters. I think coaching I think, is going to be it. You're right. I, I agree with you. I think given a chance, Kansas City will win this one. I think Bills will fail again. Then they'll have to fire McDermott because they'll be proven that once again, they just can't get any further with them. And they also struggled during the season too, until they went on that six game win streak. So, um, I hate saying it because as, as, as a Browns fan, I feel for Buffalo, you know, first of all, they're one of the, they're one of two teams that 
didn't was against the move of the of the Browns to Baltimore, but also because you know they've been suffering for even though they've been to. I know that there's always a thing of being you know at least they went to the Super Bowl. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what's better, never going there or losing four four years in a row. There you go. So, so those are the picks for this week. It pains me. We'll we'll see how it goes. We'll catch up next week, obviously. See where we're right at. See us in the championship games. Yeah, we'll see if we're any better this week than last week. So we'll at least have yeah, the what, same what record. Really what is your surefire pick? I know we are out of time, but what's your surefire pick? Like if you were going to say Detroit. Game, Detroit, you think like if you had to just put money, if you were going to put money on Detroit, that, I, I'd say the same. Yeah, Detroit's my surefire. Niners, yeah. I expect them to win. Ravens, I expect them to win, but you just never know based on last week. And Casey and the Bills is, to your point, like a 24-21. So it could go either way. I feel better that Casey will pull it off, but I'm putting money on Detroit's the only team. I think that they're just a well-better team. I think think Tampa got lucky in playing the the absolute crap of a team, the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. So so those are our picks. We'll see how it goes. We would like to thank everybody for listening once again. Uh, Enjoy the playoff games if you're watching. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back next week to kind of go through this a bit more. So, good weekend. Have a good week, and we'll talk to you all next week. See ya.